Welcome to On The Way, where we walk through scripture in episodes that are short enough that you can listen to them on the way to your destination and deep enough to help you on the way to becoming who God created you to be. We are being sanctified. We've not yet reached perfection. We are not yet in heaven, but we are on the way. Hey, welcome to On The Way, episode 31. This is our first episode of season four and our second season in the book of Luke. If you're willing to read along with us, we're starting this season at Luke chapter 9, verse 51, and we're going all the way to the end of the book this season. As we said before, Luke is a giant book with a ton of stories and teachings, so we're not going to hit everything. We're going to hit the highlights, but we are going to dive deep on some of the core concepts of the book. The second half of Luke takes place after Jesus has taught most of what he came to earth to teach. The core concepts are all there, and now he's starting his long journey to his ascension to heaven, Jesus is leading his newly formed Israel, aka the church, to Jerusalem. And Luke chapter 9 verse 51 says, as the time drew near for him to ascend to heaven, Jesus resolutely set out for Jerusalem. So he's walking to his death, and on the way he decides to go through Samaria. But remember, the Samaritans hated Jews, so when Jesus' disciples go to Samaria, they're rejected. Even though Jesus had been receptive to the Samaritan woman, but the Samaritans were not receptive to Jesus. So this made James and John furious and they said, hey Lord, should we call down fire from heaven to burn them up? But Jesus turned and rebuked them. So they went on to another village. So Jesus' disciples were constantly wanting to fight for Jesus, but Jesus kept avoiding all these unnecessary fights. What did Jesus have time for? For recruiting followers, for doing the mission that his father sent him to accomplish. As Jesus was walking to Jerusalem, he continued to recruit disciples. To one guy Jesus recruited, Jesus said, follow me, but beware, it's not going to be easy. Jesus said, foxes have dens to live in and birds have nests, but the son of man has no place even to lay his head. In our world, we spend so much of our energy trying to get more power and wealth and money so that we can expand our comfort zones, have our way. But Jesus invited people to leave their comfort zones. Another guy agreed to follow Jesus, but his dad had just died. Hey, Jesus, I want to follow you, but let me, let me bury my dad first, he said. And Jesus said, let the spiritually dead bury their own dead. Your duty is to go and preach about the kingdom of God, Luke 9, 60. Jesus is getting really intense here. He, he's keeping the main thing the main thing, and he's not letting anything distract him. He was going to do everything he could to spread the gospel. He said to another follower, anyone who puts a hand to the plow and then looks back is not fit for the kingdom of God. Thankfully, God uses a lot of people who aren't qualified for the kingdom of God because a lot of us have had doubts, right? All of us get distracted by the things of this world and fail to focus on the mission. Chapter 10 continues the missional intensity of chapter 9. Spreading the gospel has become the entire focus. And now you can see what Jesus has been building to. Everything has led up to this big push to tell everyone about Jesus. Remember, before Jesus had all these disciples, he went town to town throughout Galilee to introduce himself. 
There were about 240 villages scattered around the region of Galilee. And Luke 4 tells us that Jesus spent all his time going through and healing sick people and proclaiming the good news. These first two trips represent a ratio of 1 to 240. Jesus, 1 to 240 towns. That's one evangelist taking the gospel to 240 villages. That's a lot of preaching. Then we see a shift in the structure. After Jesus taught his disciples how to preach, he sent them out to go back through those same villages without him. So instead of 1 to 240, now there's 1 to 40, one team of disciples for every 40 villages. Now in Luke 10, Jesus sends out 72 disciples to the villages of Galilee. So there's a ratio of 1 to 6. So Jesus has a system set up and it works but it's not enough yet, right? Jesus says the harvest is great, but the workers are few. We even need more people. Then Jesus gives his disciples this warning. Now go and remember that I am sending you out as lambs among wolves. Did you know there are 20 times as many sheep in New Zealand than there are people? I was reading the other day that there are so many sheep in New Zealand that it's affecting the raining season. Yet worldwide, wolves are going extinct. The attacker, the attacker is dying off and the attacked is flourishing. Why? Well, what's the difference between the sheep and the wolves? Sheep have a shepherd. Wolves don't. Jesus said, he'll send us out like sheeps among wolves. What does that mean? Well, the wolves will attack, but we have a shepherd. We will not go extinct. Remember when Jesus warned his disciples about false prophets? He called them wolves in sheep's clothing. Beware of people who attack from the outside. But I think the Western church has a different problem. The problem is we've got a bunch of sheep's in wolves' clothing. Believers in Christ who distance themselves from their faith and walk in the way of the world. They're saved, but they've become wolves, wolves of Wall Street, constantly trying to increase the power and wealth that they have so they can grow their comfort zones. Christians, we can't lose focus. We have to keep our Christian mission front and center. Luke 10.4 says, don't take any money with you nor a traveler's bag, nor an extra pair of sandals. And don't stop to greet anyone on the road. What's Jesus saying? He's not telling them to be rude. He's telling them to stay focused. Don't turn your Mexico mission trip into a vacation. Stay on mission. Then Jesus gives the disciples 11 verses of instructions about how to interact with people in the villages. He tells them how to find people who will be receptive to the good message. And he tells them that they should focus on sharing the gospel with people who are receptive to the message. If people reject you, move on. You're not going to argue them and argue with them and convince them that you're right. It's just not going to work. You don't have enough time for that. Jesus said, anyone who accepts your message is also accepting me. And anyone who rejects you is rejecting me. And anyone who rejects me is rejecting God who sent me. When the 72 disciples returned, they joyfully reported to him, Lord, even the demons obey us when we use your name. Yes, he told them, I saw Satan fall from heaven like lightning. 
The great shepherd lives in you. Then Jesus was filled with the Holy Spirit and he started worshiping. He was so excited to see that, that all the prep work that he had done was paying off and his strategy was working. He said to the disciples, blessed are the eyes that see what you have seen. I tell you, many prophets and kings longed to see what you see, but they didn't see it. And they longed to hear what you hear, but they didn't hear it. Okay, we'll stop there this week. If you're getting together with a group to discuss this episode, we've included some discussion questions in the show notes. And if you have time, spend a few moments in prayer before your gathering. Ask God to use these passages to form you into the person that he created you to be. Thank you for joining me for this episode of On The Way. Here are the discussion questions for this episode. Number one, Luke tells us that Jesus resolutely set out for Jerusalem. It seems that knowing that the end was near caused some urgency. As you get older, do you feel more or less urgent to participate in the Christian mission, to lead people to Jesus? See Luke 9, 51. Number two, the disciples wanted to call down fire from heaven to kill the Samaritans, but Jesus rebuked the disciples. When you're tempted to treat people as the enemy that Jesus would have had compassion on, How do you change your thinking? See Luke 9, 55. Number three, most people spend most of their energy attempting to increase their wealth or power so that they can have expanded comfort zones. Do you utilize any strategies to get you out of your comfort zone? See Luke 9, 58. Number four, because sheep have shepherds, sheep are not endangered species, but wolves are. As the percentage of Christians in the world relentlessly grows, does the percentage of wolves decrease? See Luke 10, 3. Number five, Jesus' disciples celebrated because they were blessed by the opportunity to participate in the amazing expansion of God's kingdom. Do you experience similar joy when God uses you to draw people to him? See Luke 10, 24.